0: Lock Talk Radio. On tonight's episode
1: of Compassion Session.
0: Rasby has a hole in total fit. Walking off the stage during a live performance, TI sticks up a tiny when the internet throws blows at her body. And how much are you willing to take before you call it quits? What's good, y'all? This is your host, Angel Vaidrina.
1: And I'm your
0: host, Jen Ostello, and you're listening to the one and the only Confessions. Hey, 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 hey. hey. What up, Jen? How are you doing Not this it. evening? What's going on with you?
1: I'm doing well. I'm sorry for the delay of uh, tonight, y'all. Aww, it's okay. my fault. Yeah, I had to go get some stuff from the store. Then after that, I went and got me something to eat, Then after that, got me something to drink on. Then after that, I had to look over because I had to um, do some stuff as far as, like, school. I mean, not school, but um work. Um, So I had to look over, like, my notes for that. So <sighs> now I'm here, you know. I can finally... You know, relax for a little bit before I get back to being, you know, annoyed and tired again. How was your weekend? Not annoyed
0: and tired. My weekend was decent. Um, We spent a lot of time with the kids. We just relaxed and, um, you know, just hung out really. Friday, I got some bad news that my cousin committed suicide. So um, that was uh, upsetting. Um, Do I know your cousin? Um, I'm not sure if you know him. Um, I'm I mean, you probably have heard me talk about him before, but I don't know if you actually met him before. Um, but he was my he was my auntie. So you remember my aunt that used to stay across the street from my house? Um he was yeah. like pretty much so he was um her um like her her pretty much they were like family, but like it was like her best friend's nephew
1: and we all like
0: family, so um, you know, he – so pretty much, yeah. He, um, he was found the uh, Friday morning, um, in his girlfriend's garage. Pretty much with a bullet in his head, and um, he had a lot of issues and stuff like that. So I just this is once again brings me to the point that mental issue is so, so serious, and people they do need to get help. And if you think somebody has those issues, you know, you do need to get help. I do remember last time I seen him, he was at my mom's house shooting up, shooting guns, you know what I'm saying, all up in the sky, Um, not gun, but shooting bullets in the sky and stuff like that, and we was like, you know, you need to take that gun out of my mom's house, you know, but he was younger, you know, um, and it's just really sad that that happened, Um, but yeah, that was uh, my weekend pretty much, and my cousins and family members, you know, everybody was talking about it, and I'm sure his funeral will be soon and stuff like that, so it's just so sad, you know, when... People, they feel like it's that serious to end their own life. Um, even with the whole, um, the, the victims from the massacre um, that we've seen, I think two now has killed themselves. Um, and so I'm just, I've just been seeing different, a trend in suicides, And it's just been, I'm very sad, you know, very sad to me. But, you know, hopefully people, they, they realize, you know, they see this and they realize it's not as serious. And they just move on with their life, and they just realize, like, today is – this is what's going on today, and tomorrow is a new day. And 10 years from now, you're not even going to think about this. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to think about how you wanted to do this or think about how bad life was because, you know, things will be so different. So it's just uh, – yeah. but – but, huh? Was he young? Um, he was 25. Um, Man. So – so, yes, I mean, that's young, you know, young enough to, you know. What? It is just that young easy? to me. You know, just just like the Parkland massacres, you know, the, the survivors. It's been two and out survivors that, that have taken their own life, a girl and a guy. You know, so and they're both young. And it's just really, really sad that this is what it's coming down to. Um, but, guys, I would like to get off this note, get on a lighter note, My weekend has been nice, and, you know, not looking forward to work tomorrow, but let's knock it on out. Before we get into our short hot topics for the evening, because we have a short show this evening, Jim, would you like to go ahead and hit them with that confession question of the day?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Confession question. (laughs) Confession question. If domestic violence and or cheating aren't valid reasons to end a relationship, what is? Why say? Again, if domestic violence and or cheating aren't valid reasons to end a relationship, what is and why? Get into those confessionals. Angel Vondrina.
0: All right, y'all. Okay, guys. So Twitter is making fun of T.I.'s wife, Tiny, and T.I. decides (laughs) to fight back. So rapper T.I. and his wife, and children all went to the Kids' Choice Awards um, in Los Angeles. Um, they were very cute. They looked cute. The whole entire um, the marriage family looked very nice. Um, there were people there, however, that started making disparaging comments about T.I.'s wife, Connie, and the way her body looked, pretty much her ass. Um, T.I. immediately came to his wife's defense. He blasted the haters writing on, social, on his social media page Okay, maybe this is a teachable moment. What do y'all really hope to achieve by coming on my page, speaking ill of my wife under a picture of my family? What the fuck make y'all think? I'm just going to let y'all try me in mind. I'm showing restraint because y'all are young black women, and I'm trying my best to respect you and uplift you like you all deserve. But y'all got me fucked up, shoddy. Be out here shaped like a whole... um, two-liter Peach Fuego and got the nerve to make critical disrespectful comments about mine. I obviously love it and have loved it for over 18 years now. If you had a man who loved you as much as I love her, I doubt you'd be miserable enough to leave such hateful comments. Now, let's not have this discussion again. Now, get get a life with your goofy asses. Hashtag King Thoughts. Um, one fan stated after he wrote that Haters are going to hate, and whatever was said, they only wish they had a man that cared about them the way that you love your wife and family. And another person stated, um, another supporter stated, I agree with him. She's a beautiful lady, and she is a wife, so obviously he doesn't have a problem with her. Um, I didn't really see many of the comments that have been made. I did see that people said that her body looked like an ant body. Jen, do tiny body like an ant body, or are people just hating on her?
1: Um, I mean, I wouldn't say anybody I I can see where they're coming from, but I mean she's honest about how she enhances her body. Like we all know she has had mm-hmm. work done to her butt. So I mean her butt doesn't really match like her legs, but I mean she's in shape, so mm-hmm. I dunno I don't know what people like expect. I'm sure she's happy with her body. And like see, I was saying, yeah. like he's happy with her body. So I feel reason to just sit and down another black woman for something that, you know, she is comfortable with, something she's happy with is wrong, especially because, like she said, a lot of these women probably don't have any kind of shape whatsoever. You know, they probably mm-hmm. shake like a Samuel Adams bottle or, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> a, 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 you know, <laughs> you know. You're silly. They talk there's so much shit, you know, but they wish they could have a body like Tiny, you know. So mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think she has a bad body, you know. I personally, um, I'm not a woman, so I, I don't even, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you know what I'll say because it's just like I was a woman. I wouldn't, you know, but it's like I'm not a woman. You know, she's happy. Yeah, what, was gonna gonna what was you going to say? What were you going to
0: say? You and the guy. You and the
1: guy. I, mean, I wouldn't enhance my body to look like that, you know, but okay. at the same time, you know, it, it's her life and she's clearly comfortable with mm-hmm. it, you know, so why add to that? What do you yes. think? Do you, do you like her body?
0: Um, I think that. Many people, they get surgeries, and they don't realize what the surgery outcome is going to be. You get surgeries, and you just see that beginning stage, and you're hoping a lot of the swelling go down, that it's going to match accordingly, you know, according to your, like, with your breasts. If you get a breast job, you're hoping that, that it, match to, it matches to your body. You don't want breasts that are, well, some people do, but that are so big that people automatically look at you and be like, oh, her, her, her breasts are fake. And I feel like Ooh. the same goes with the butt. You don't want a butt that's so ginormous and gigantic that it looks like it's just something that's just sitting back there, and you have these straight legs, you know, with no no curvage on the hips and, and this big-ass booty, and it, it starts not to look right. And so I think Tiny, she has a big ass, and I, it does not match her legs. But, like you said, she's comfortable with her body, and if she comes up with it, then shit, who the fuck are y'all to sit up there and, and talk shit? Now, Now because of that, she probably start looking at her photos and probably start critiquing herself, you know. But it's just like, girl, at the end of the day, you got to live with that big-ass booty on your back. You know what I'm saying? Having back problems and all of that. You know what I'm saying? So if I was her, you know, if she, if people, they, because, like, it's so many people in the industry who have these surgeries. You know, Kay Michelle had the surgery. She had to, you know, get the ass removed. You know what I'm saying? So there's so many people that have these surgeries and they go through these issues and, and they just want to look how, you know, the the universe wants them to look. Or they want to please their man. They see, like, what, T.I. and Tiny? I mean, I can't even tell you. We don't even know how many times they've been on and off in these all of these years they've been married, sleeping around, fucking around, having babies outside, the relationship, all of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? So. We don't know everything that they went to through, but maybe Tiny was just like, dang, he likes this big-ass booty Bernice bitch, Bernice Burgos. you know what I'm saying? Maybe I want my booty to be big, like, that too, especially because I have the money for it, you know, and so maybe yeah. that's, that's the route she went, you know, and so we we never know what people are thinking, but once again, just to kill this, if she's happy with how she looks and herself, that's on her. I don't like her yeah. butt, um, but I think that, you know, she she, I like her eyes, so... Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And, I mean, it, but it's like people make it seem like she
1: has, like, a big old dumb ass. And it's just like, it's
0: No, it's, it's not big. dumb, but it is big. It is big. It's you like, know, it's, it's you look kind of like her, Jonathan. Do you know who style. Jonathan is? No. Do you know who Jonathan either. is from Love & Hip Hop?
1: Um, yes. I mean, I know who he is, but I've never looked at him. The one? Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. So, I was watching Love & Hip Hop the other day. And I seen him on his side, and his ass is so big, and that his ass reminded me kind of, kind of of like Tiny's ass. I was just like, oh, damn! When did Johnny think of a big ass booty like that? You know, it's just humongous, you know. And so, um, and so I was just thinking, like, you know, <laughs> damn, like, is that his, did he get surgery? You know what I'm saying? So. That's what it made me think of, you know, honestly. But, you know, it is. It's their life. Hell, if I had the money to get these ass cheeks lifted up a little bit, I'd do the same damn thing. I wouldn't overextend it. I have big hips. But I will like a higher ass. But for now, a nigga going to have to do some squats. So, you (laughs) know. That's it. All right, y'all. We're going to go ahead and move on to the very next topic. Okay, y'all. Yep, I did that sparkle and the transition. How about that? So, uh, according to the GreatJuice.net, <laughs> b 2 ks reunion tour has another bump, bump, bump. Boo! That was weak. Um, the Quad's Millennium track has been has had a has had and been a thrill, thr- a thrilling, excuse me, a thrilling audience um, state site since settling and pretty much sailing and going on tour earlier this month. However, it's been a proving personal battle for Razby. So Razby has pretty much been having some issues being on set, you know, having the audience look at him and view him. And we all know how we all feel about Razby. okay? Now, anyways, extremely vocal in the past about the negative forces surrounding the group, it seems as though being back in the fold is drumming up certain emotions. First, he dramatically quit the tour only to return hours later. Then he publicly spoke about not feeling safe due to his sense that the group's controversial ex manager was nearby. Then in Nashville, the 33 year old stormed off stage mid performance. Rasby, after that happened, shortly took to Instagram to say, I, It really sucks. This being my dream tour, is not right. I'm not in the right spirit of the group. I'm clearly alone in there. He's saying that he is the spirit of the group and he's alone in this whole situation that's going on in Nashville, Tennessee. And it's been real um, interesting that Omarion is the only individual that has been there for him. So he just said, thanks for being there when nobody else would. Hashtag Omarion. And, um, Everybody's just kind of hoping that Rasby can work through whatever is going on, whatever's transpiring, especially since there have been more dates that has been announced for the tour. Um, Jen, what do you feel? I mean, nobody really likes Raspi, so Yeah. I mean, I, I, have,
1: I have a couple of opinions. I feel like the group, Kate should just leave, leave Rasby behind. Because I don't <laughs> think that Rasby was just like, Again, but I don't feel like he was just like an essential member of the group. I just think that everybody no. like, back in the day, just you know, this cute, light skinned dude before all this shit, like back in the day, I just think he was just you know, a pretty, like a really good dancer and you know, cute, and that was like kind of his role. But I, I don't remember him having like any verse or any line on his own, you know, singing. So, um, I would say they should just leave him behind. I also Mm -hmm. feel like the only reason why Omarion is taking up for him is because I feel like Omarion was the only person who was part of C2K and all that coming to fruition that he did not down. I guess, I don't know if Omarion was ever a part of those allegations. Like, you know, their marriage and making them sleep together. But he was like, he had admitted that... um, him and Jay Boog had messed around. He admitted that uh, Jay Boog and uh Lil Fizz had messed around. He admitted that he messed with Marcus Houston and the guy. But I don't ever remember recalling him saying that Omarion messed around with anybody. So I think that Omarion was like the only one that was kind of like saved. It it doesn't have like that negative um like that that negative add on from all those allegations that Ratsby made years ago. Not to mention, like, everybody, like, I definitely believe them behind it, Um, and I feel like everyone else did. So I I feel like he's kind of like that. People are excited for the group, but I feel like Ratsby is also like that reminder of, you know, what happened and what we all think about in the back of our mind when we see them all together, you know what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. also I feel like um has, like, something's wrong. I think that he needs a mental health evaluation. Um, I don't know if it's drugs. I feel like it is drugs. Um <laughs> And then also, like, I just think that he just, you know, he has not coped with everything that happened to him. Because I know, I, I'm sure that was a lot to experience as a teenager. Yeah,
0: you know, so. yeah.
1: I feel like he probably still is suffering from that. You know, I, I found out not too long ago um, someone close to me, you know, you know, ha- was sexually abused, and this person is heterosexual, you know. So I, I feel like when you are straight, it really does, like, fuck with you. You know, I mean, it like, because I don't want to, like, say the wrong thing. I feel like... Right, I I hear you. ...gay, like, and I was molested, like, it sucks, but I just don't feel like that defines me, you know, but I feel like a person who is heterosexual, and that happened to them, and a lot of times, you know, with that, your feelings may not connect with or your body may not connect with how you feel. You know what I'm saying? And I I feel like a lot of times with a heterosexual who, person who was molested and they felt like they allowed it and, you know, they kept quiet and, you know, they may have gotten hard or something like that, like do, doing everything, it probably, felt like, real life fucks with them compared to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, does that make sense?
0: hmm yeah, it makes sense. That, I yeah. mean,
1: honestly, dealing with, like, because I, I just feel like, and not to mention, like, they were teenagers, so he was a lot older yeah. than I was. I was, like, yeah. a toddler, you know, so it's just like you, real life, experience of sexuality, and then, boom, you're getting touched on and shit like that, so
0: yeah,
1: I just feel bad for the man. But clearly, like he said, he's not in the right place. I do think this tour should continue on because they all need the money. And the, and the notoriety, and, you know, B2K was a, you know what I'm saying, it, it, it's a nostalgia moment. They were a good part of us growing up. I, B2K was huge. They were like, to, to us, what, the Black Beatles, you know, like of, of our yeah. generation. I remember they were They were huge.
0: Do you remember how huge B2K was? They were a um, big yeah, fucking Yeah, hell yeah, shit. I, lo- I love know, them. So, very, uh... Yeah. I had
1: crushes on all of them. Like I, It was like I was hit through. I had a crush on all of them like once a week, child. But um, I, I just feel like, you know, it's, maybe they just need to move on without him. What are your thoughts?
0: I think I, I hear everything that you're saying, but I still feel like issues are – like, don't just be – this is a business matter. You can't just sit up there and walk off stage. You can't just sit up there and just, you know, you have to move differently when you're trying – this is a reunion tour. That damn near reminds me of the shit that happened with The Damn Temptations. You can't just be sitting up there acting crazy, walking off tour, talking about, oh, I'm alone in this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, get your shit together and then be mad after the fact, you know? So yeah. I don't know. What you said that make that makes that makes sense too. Like that
1: makes perfect sense too. Like, um, I was listening to who was talking about that. Was it who the fuck was? Oh, I think was it Noriega? It was no. You know what? It was not I was I was watching um, this um, BT web series, and they were talking about how, you know, different generations they were, like, trained, like, they have real-life media training, and they learn how to put their emotions aside for their persona because a lot of times artists, like, you are taught to become a whole different person, you know, that society more so agrees with than who you really are. And um, the yeah. guy, the producer, he was talking about how um, – Diana Ross and Mary Blige Were working together like years ago This was years ago And um, He said that Mary Blige For whatever reason was not in a good space I don't know if this was around the time she was using drugs And um, He said that she Was just like slumped, And um, Diana Ross was like You know dealing with it But I guess they said the camera turned on And they said Diana Ross looked at her and snapped like you know what I'm saying? Like, turn up. Like, you know, we on camera now. Like, you got to set that shit aside. We, it's hard to be professional, you know? So, I think, yeah. I, like, our generation and, and, like, the newer schools, a lot of times they don't realize, you know, how to put that shit aside and they do feel like it's about them. And maybe he did want, like, this big social media moment or some shit like that. Because that's immediately why I thought when you were talking about the artist, like, did he expect this shit to blow up on the shade room? And, you know, he would be talking about it because I didn't hear anything (laughs) about it until today, you know, right? instead of just having a real-life good performance, you know. But that's it. This
0: is true. This is true. All right, guys. So that was our topics for the evening, and we're going to go ahead and discuss our confession question of the day. Okay, guys, so I was on social media, and I seen someone posted a a post, and that post stated, if domestic violence and or cheating are valid reasons to end a relationship, what is? And I added on, why stay? Um. I kind of went back and forth with this because um, I feel like a lot of people I know have been through one situation or the other or both situations, and so it was very interesting to see like comments made upon this. But Jean, what do you think um, about about this this comment and this uh, question?
1: Um, I don't really want to, you know, um, because like we all know. You know, I don't I don't think I've been really vocal but, you know, about my relationship that. like we, y'all know who my partner is, who my fiance is but as far as like everything that he that goes on in our relationship on there because y'all don't really care, you know. Y'all like to you know, search but I'm not so deep down into everything, you know. Um but we have had our issues. And I, what I will say is I feel like cheating, it it depends. Like I, don't, I feel like don't be a fool, you know, but you have to be at the same time very ignorant to think that someone in a long-term relationship is not going to slip up at some point. You know, I I think it's just all how they did it. If it wasn't disrespectful, if you didn't hear from somebody else, if the person wasn't trying to talk to somebody that was close to you, you know what I'm saying, like
0: you didn't walk
1: in on them having sex, you know what I'm saying, it's just... You ain't see the shit on social media, all of that shit. You know what I'm saying, it's not a repeat offense or some shit like that, then... I think that that's something. If this is somebody that you really want to live your life with, I think that's something that you can work your work past. If you really are trying to grow and everything else about this person is great, but they have fucked up as far as cheating, then I feel like you can't move past that. You know, if a motherfucker got drunk, and that's why I say watch yourself, watch you fuck you around, but they go on vacation, they flip the fuck up, and you find out years later I mean, really? Are you really going to leave them about some shit that happened three years ago by exactly, accident? Yeah. you
0: know what I'm saying. Not by accident. Also,
1: yeah, like it. I mean, it's it's fucked up, and you have every right to be upset. And maybe, I mean, y'all maybe to separate. And but as far as like real life breakup or divorce, you know, I, I don't know. Um, as far as domestic violence. Same thing. It, I, ultimately, it depends on the situation. Um, I don't think that you should be letting him up like a beat on you, you know, but yoking you up one time <laughs> over intense argument and <laughs> you started to shit that you may have slapped him, you know, I don't know if that is, you know, because I, I, I really don't want to sound ignorant, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just trying to be realistic. As I think for a person that has been, I've been with my partner four years now, you know. I just don't think that if, you know, I was in his face, pointing at him, put, putting my finger in his face, and he hauled off and, like, slapped the shit out of me, that I would be like, oh, I'm out. You know? <laughs> but at the same time, I don't think it could be, like, something that consistently happens. Or I don't think it'd be to a point to where there was, like, real-life physical damage. Like, the motherfucker broke your arm or blacked your eye. Or, you know what I'm right, saying? Like, yeah. where it's, like, mm-hmm. real shit that you have to deal with and heal from, then that's one thing. But I feel like a tussle, I don't, I don't see that as somebody breaking up. I feel like everybody in like every relationship they have had, like, a, okay, somebody, like, you know, my girl got shaken up by her her guy at one point, you know, and she slapped the shit out of him or, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. You know, it's not, I'm not trying to normalize it, but I'm just saying, like, looking at the bigger picture, if everything else about this person is great and y'all are in a good space and y'all are growing together and y'all have made plans to be together and, you know what I'm saying? Like, you truly feel like this person is your one to in a lifetime. You know, no, I'm not saying you can't. But so do you? you know, what
0: do you think about other, age? Do you think that age has anything to do with vision?
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think I think if you're like younger, then yeah. Say like a teenager or like early twenties, definitely. Because then you got time to you know figure shit out age. You really at the point. You're not really at the point where you should be committed, anyway. You know, but okay. I think like our age and older, and you've been around, you've been with a motherfucker for years, you know, and y'all live together and y'all pay bills together, and you know, what I'm saying you've held this nigga down at some points, and he's held you down at more points, and you know, it's just. I'm just trying to be realistic about it. You know, it it really it really depends. It really depends. Like I said with the cheater, if the motherfucker's reckless, trying to talk to everybody, you got bitches inboxing you every other day talking about how he tried you once, or you know your home girl told you, watch your nigga, like you are embarrassing your home girl. You know what I'm saying? I mean your uh, your home girl is like embarrassing you because she admitted that he tried to holler at her. You know, one time when y'all was at the Cheesecake Factory, some shit like that, like, then, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But what do you
0: feel? Yeah, so um, I feel like being younger definitely has a lot to do with it. I feel like if you're younger in both situations, domestic violence, cheating, um, young folks are much more willing to to forgive than people who are mid age to I would say like in their thirties, um, like any age in their thirties, and, and I don't want to sound crazy either, but I just feel like that's what it is. Um, especially with the cheating. Um, when it comes to domestic violence, I definitely feel like kids, uh, people who are much younger, teenagers, first relationships, um, earlier early twenties. They're more for willing to understand, like, oh, well, I mean, forgive, because they're like, oh, he just love me. You know, this is just his way of showing that he loves me. Whereas, you know, um, that when that you get older, like, I, I feel like, not to cut you off, but I feel like if, because if, I have heard things, to me, that's the
1: stupidest shit ever. Like,
0: and it is, really but like
1: fucking, people they like, say,
0: they say that shit all the time, of, and I hear it.
1: Yeah, like a motherfucker getting out of character and showing you that, that they love you. Like no, and you realize feel that way and that's why you don't want to leave this person. No. Like to me that is bullshit. But people are human. And if somebody has flew off the handle and they didn't realize put your life in danger, you know, are you really gonna leave that person? You
0: know? Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Um I, I obviously I think that you should but there are a lot of people out there who are of younger age and they they don't and they haven't, you know and they still deal with um, you know what I'm saying, this type of domestic violence and to the point of, of no return. It gets you know, they get beat on and slapped on the time, so they start getting scared. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, especially if they ain't never had nobody to actually raise them correctly, you know, or even if they have, now when it comes down to the cheating, I I can't I don't really know anybody like I said that has not been in one situation or another. They either cheated on somebody, been cheated on, been beating motherfuckers down, or been the one that gets beat they beat their ass beat. You know what I'm saying? So I just honestly feel like all these valid reasons to end a relationship. Um, like you say that you know if somebody they just you know you jack somebody up and like you said I've been me and my husband we've been together over ten years. You know what I'm saying? We've definitely had our fair share of, you know, talking crazy to, en- to each other and just a shitload of crap. I mean, you're not going to be in a relationship with somebody for 10 years and not go through shit. But, um, you know, the, the thing is, you come out of that shit strong, and it's either you guys work it out or you don't work it out. You know, obviously, if my husband, he was sitting there beating me down, or I was just sitting there beating him down. Or, you know, he was just sitting up there just fucking around with, you know, Sheila, Sherry, and, you know, all these other hoes, you know what I'm saying, then and, and vice versa, then obviously we wouldn't be together. But, um like I said, I definitely feel like it has a lot to do with age. Like, right now, if my husband thinks that he's just going to sit up there and put his paws on me, like, he's going to get strong-armed, and I'm going to knock his little ass down, you know what I'm saying, and then I'm going to run, <laughs> I'm weak. Um, I'm um, And then as far as the cheating goes, it's just, I'm at the point in my stage where it's just, it's not tolerated. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not going to tolerate it. I'm not going to tolerate it. We're in a committed relationship. We're married, been married for almost five years. We have three babies, three kids, three sons. You know what I'm saying? That we got to teach to do right by. And we want them to see us. You know what I'm saying? As those type of parents and, and that, that they can be happy. You know what I'm saying? Happy with, proud of. You know, hell, there's a lot of parents that don't a lot of kids that don't have two-parent households. We actually feel like our kids are very bunky, and we don't want to taint their minds and their memories with domestic violence and cheating scandals and all of this other crap. Hell, and I don't want to die. I personally feel like if you cheat on your spouse, your ass will die because you made a commitment to God. Okay, And I have seen the documentaries I've seen Lifetime and I've seen uh, the Investigation ID channel, so that's not something I'm willing to do. I, I my believe, husband's in the I sheet. Believe, I, I believe that. I believe that shit
1: too. My mom told me that long ago, and you For know, real? yeah, like she she told me, and this sounds so crazy, but she told me that a lot of people that have died from like. I don't wanna say that 'cause but that's gonna because everybody has been like, <laughs> so like But she has told me that people who, you know, pass on from
0: terminal they die.
1: damn. A lot of them were reckless in their in their past, you know. Hmm. And it's just like the people that I know personally. It's just like, yeah, I mean, I mean that does kind of fit the build. I can see it, you know. And yeah. I do
0: think about shit, like. And that's what I'm saying. That's why my husband ain't never gotta question my loyalty. Cause guess what, a nigga want to live, okay? And if my husband, he want to go ahead and play games. Guess what? I got a fat ass life insurance policy. I don't. So, go ahead and cheat your way on out to death, nigga. Because guess what? I'm going to get paid, and me and the kids are still going to be good, and I'm going to have a whole new husband. And I know he do not want that. And I don't want it either. So, that's why everything is going to be good, and we're going to stay faithful to each other and not be beating down each other and just live a good old, happy African American, ballerific ass life, okay? That's it. it. That's all. <laughs> so, all right, you guys, we're going to go ahead and go into our confession uh confession, Washington. We're going to our confessions of the day. Jen, are you confessing your love for anything this evening?
1: Yes. So, I have two confessions. Um, mm-hmm. but they're like tied together. I want. First off, I want to confess my love to ancestry by DNA. I don't know if I shared this with you, mm-hmm. Um, but you know, about five years ago. I took a DNA test to find out my ancestry, Um, you know, because I know as far as nationality what I am, you know, but as far as like and like my real life race, I I don't know, you know, or because I feel like a lot of times like with with black people from all from all diasporas, whether you're from America or you know the Caribbean or Latin America you truly don't know what like who you are as far as with your racial makeup. So I took it just to see, mm-hmm. you know, it it wasn't like too far off from what I expected. You know, um um like your your typical black person, West African, European, Native American. Um but through that uh, about a week ago, and it's really cool because, like, now they, like, really broke it down to, like, where you, you can't really, like, see countries you're from, but you can see, like, regions. And, like, so this is, like, probably, like, how you became your who you are. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm Southern Native American, like, South American Native American. And I'm, you know, Congolese, from like, the Congolese area. And I'm also... Um, like uh, what is it? Norwegian and and Scottish, you know. Um, so like, I feel like, like that's cool because now I can tell my children like, yeah, you're this, but this is who you really are. This is your, this is what where you come from, you know. Um, but about a week ago, this young lady reached out to me um, because through the ancestral DNA, you can it, it shows like who you're like. Linked to and like how close you how closely you are related, and like when I noticed it, I was like, oh wow, it says we're second cousins. I was like, I've never had, because like in a show, like you have like five hundred cousins, like you know, uh third, fourth, fifth, sixth, you know, like you have so much family out there because you have to think how many generations that go back, and how much the world has become populated from, through different circumstances. Yeah. Um But yeah, about a week ago, this young lady reached out to me, and um, she was just like, my whole life I felt like I was an island, you know, and um, I never met my father, and I'm trying to figure out who I is. And she was like, you're one of the people that I'm closely related to, so if you can help me on that. And I was just like, so where are you from? And then uh, she was like, I'm from Milwaukee. I was like, okay, okay. I was like, well, it says a second cousin, so um, that means, like, and then I looked and I saw, like, she's cousins with one of my, one a person who I know legit is my cousin, and then, like, because I know her from outside of her social DNA. Um, but it, it showed, like, it showed that she was related to her, too, and, um, like, how she's related. So I was just like, okay, well, if you're not, this person's daughter, but you're related to her through this way. My grandmother only has two brothers, so I'm pretty sure you're this person's daughter. And, like, through that, like, we're developing a relationship. Um, She's reached out to her potential half-siblings, and it's just a really dope thing because, like, it's crazy because I know for a fact that we're related. I just don't know for a fact, like, how we're related. But, like, you can be, like, raised away from someone but be so much like this person like you know she you know is a part of the lgbtq community and you know she also um you know loves prince and you know she's like a people's person she's bougie and i'm just like oh my god like we're so much alike like you know i'm saying like and to think Mm -hmm. like i've never even met you before in my life like I just think it's just so dope, you know. Um, but, yeah, um, shout-out to her. Her name's Kitty, my cousin. And shout-out to Ancestry by DNA. But, yeah, um, what do you confess your love
0: for her? super it's dope. Super, super, yeah, super, school, super right? dope. I'm super happy. I know. I'm super happy because you got to connect with your cousin. I honestly on the law, I feel like everybody in the world is like brothers and sisters some way or somehow. That's why people, they have babies. and Some of their babies come out mentally challenged, and some of them don't because... Yeah. They just got they start fucking around with a cousin that's just a little too close to them that they ain't know was actually a cousin. Right. Um, anyway, yeah. What am I confessing my love for tonight? I'm just confessing my love for um people that, that aren't afraid to go get help. You feel like something is wrong, you know, you feel like something's not right, your your wires and your brains are starting to twist. Things just don't seem like they used to be. Um, you know, I I'm I um, confessing my love for those who are willing to go ahead and get some help before they do something that can destroy their lives and everybody else's lives around them that really care about them. And then I'm also um, confessing my love for people who are encouraging people. And As much as they may, you know, tell you how fine they are, they're okay, for you to still encourage people to go out and go get the help that they desperately need is something that we need. With something, We need more people like that out here, um, who's not afraid to speak up and say, Motherfucker, you got an issue? Let's go get some help. You know, and then people who are taking that advice and going to go ahead and get the help is um it is beautiful. So just if you have issues or you see somebody with mental issues or they need some type of mental help, don't be naive. Don't sit up there and assume that this individual is absolutely okay and then do nothing about it. Go out there and help them out. Go let go go participate. Be there for that individual. Allow them to get help because you just never know when people they may just want to call it quits and and end it all. You know what I'm saying? So that's just that's just all I have to say guys. And um thank you all so much for tuning in and listening to the show this evening.
1: Yeah. And that's you I just wanna add in too before we end the show, Angel, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, what what are you saying. <laughs> um, I'm sorry I'm so sorry But no I just wanted to say like people you don't realize Like how much you are loved Like everyone is loved Like somebody out there like real life Loves you You know and with suicide You do not realize How you Affect the people Yeah it's easy for you because you're gone You'll You'll never know I mean we don't know what the journey is on the other side but more than likely you'll be in a better space, you know, you don't have to deal with none of this yeah. shit, but you are leaving behind a team of people who will forever be affected by that stupid move that you made. You know, yeah, so I, I just feel like people, like, instead of being selfish, be selfish and get help. You know, but that's it. We can go ahead and end the show. All
0: right, y'all. Well, here we go. <laughs> Again, Thank you all so much for tuning in and listening to us this evening You going to expect to hear from us on a Sunday at the same time 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern And we want to hear from you, so don't forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe Have us in the drama, and send us those confessions Or confessions at the number 2us at gmail.com This show is Angel Vandrina And well, I'm your host, General Hello. you're listening to one of the
1: only Confessions Good night, man
0: the Nyjan.